Welcome back to another episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes. It's our 258th show, which means Alex is going to do the rest of the intro for the rest of the series, as he always said. He said once we get to 258, he was going to do all the intros. He was also going to sing them. So, Alex, take it away. Thanks, Chris. Um, So here we are at the Unranked Podcast with me, your 258th host, (laughs) Tuna. Uh, We're also accompanied by Dan. Hello. And Tom. Ahoy, hoy. And I guess, Christian, you want to introduce yourself again? Uh, yeah, I'm Christian Chooms Humes. What, what are you doing these days? You want to plug anything? I know it's the beginning of the show, but... Uh, yeah, actually... Um, do you have any podcasts uh, you're on? No, actually, I'm going to do a, a plug, a shout-out plug for someone else. EJ Noodles, who uh, she works on Harmony. She's an amazing artist. Her and her friends just did a game jam the other day. You should go check out her Twitter account. Um, they made this, like food truck mini game it looks really awesome this like little indie game they put together it's not uh it's in there like a playable state for them but they're gonna send she's gonna send it to me um once they think it's ready for other people to look at but it looks visually very awesome sweet that's awesome dope um so how's everyone how's everyone doing how's everything going with everybody everybody cool everybody hip everyone feeling good yeah for the most part feeling pretty dope Oh, dope! Yep. Oh, nice! Wow, Dan's feeling dope. Wow, I'm, doing, I'm doing, doing ill. Oh, Chris, doing ill. Chris looks like. Uh, did you get wow. a fresh cut? Chris, you got a fresh cut? He does. No, look I just had a fresh. Cut. I just had a fresh shower. Shower. Okay. Fresh shower. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just had a shower, me, me and I. Sh- it's been. It's been only a few days since I shaved, instead of like a like two weeks. <laughs> so um, usually, uh, Chris asks everyone what they've been doing, and I usually derail us by now. So, does anyone want to derail anything, or do you want to just go right into the 258th Pokemon? Let's slide right in there. Oh, slide right in. Carol with an E. Slick, because it's wet. It's a wet Pokemon. Right. Hit us with the 258th Pokemon, Chris. That's right. It's Porygon 2. Porygon 2. (laughs) Um, Again. It's unbelievable. Porygon 2 keeps coming up. Can't stop him. Not only is it Porygon 2, but it's also Mudkip. Ah, oh, that other one. Yeah, I think I was referring to the regional decks, not the national decks. I, I, yeah, you got that. It's it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, easy mistake yeah. to make. Well, wait, I, I've seen this Pokemon before. This was in that uh, commercial with Shaggy during the Super Bowl. That's why it's got the Cheetos all over its face. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Didn't watch the Super Bowl. You didn't? Well, what did you do? Cheetos commercial. I literally did anything else. I it, like it's so funny because okay, now I'm going to derail it. Go everyone, it. everyone was like. Uh, this is going to be an amazing game. It's the GOAT. It's it's the best quarterback of all time. Who This might be his last Super Bowl going out on top versus like the guy that's going to replace him. This is going to be an amazing game of football. Right. And then Mahomes doesn't score a single fucking touchdown the whole time. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't watch this. Anyway, Mudkip. Look at this. Yeah, let's talk about Mudkip. Oh, I was going to talk. Well, we'll talk more about about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about Mudkip. So I heard you like Mudkips, Tom. I heard you like Mudkips. I can't believe Uh, you don't know this. It's a meme. It's probably one of the most popular Pokemon memes that's ever been made. Is I... So it's no. so I heard you like Mudkip, and then people would just like flood stuff with Mudkip, and they would always say, "I heard you like Mudkip." It's it's I, essentially the thing that made Mudkip as popular as it is, because prior to the memification of Mudkip, no one gave a fuck about Mudkip. In the anime, Brock gets an, a Mudkip. Like it's not like 
Ash gets a mud kip. It's not like it, this is a Pokemon that like does anything incredible in the show. Um, mm. It's not generally speaking a fan favorite up until the point that it became a meme. Meme. Now I did I did know as we were leading into this, and I was thinking about Mudkip. I was like, I think there is a meme element to Mudkip. So I am aware that there was a meme around this little fucker. I did not know that that there was like a uh, that was the phrase. I guess. Yeah, and I it's like usually this, like, like internet uh, speak. Like they'll spell it mm, wrong. It'll be you know like Mudkips with a Z. Mm, mm, mm. I think I hate this Pokemon. Oh, all right. Tell me why. It just looks like a child drew it, and it looks like um, it looks like just a blob with a fin on its head. Okay, what's going on with its cheeks? Is what I want to know. Is this like? I think those are gloves. Oh, the, oh, he's got hands under that. He's got two <laughs> hands. Underneath. Well, let's let's talk about it because here's. I actually think, generally speaking, I mean, this is. I think it looks probably stupid. the best version of it. I think it's it's mm-hmm. maybe the cutest with of the three cutest? starters. Yes. It looks like yes. a ditto. No, it's pretty cute. Um, no. It's pretty Boo. cute. It's Piss. cuter than the fucking little chicken was. No. The little chicky nug. No, the, the chicken was cute. I feel uh, like they mailed it in on this guy. This is the, supposed to be a starter. This looks mailed in. Well, this, listen, looks like this is my least favorite Canadian water starter, so I'm stick not going to argue with you there. It's my least favorite of the waters. Stick a fit on the head and uh, call it a day. Well, okay, Take a so squirtle, here's a question. What animal some, do you think this is? I don't know. A fish? It's a tadpole, right? It looks like a tadpole with a fin on it. It looks like they took Squirtle, took the shell off, and put a fin on the top of its head. Dan? Dan looks very confused. I'm trying to figure out what animal it might be. Um, <laughs> I, like, I'm thinking it must be some kind of, like, maybe like a, an otter or beaver type thing. That no, it's terrible. an amphibian. It's, it's, it's an amphibian of some kind. It's so so it's, it's a mix of various amphibians, most likely being mud puppies, mud skippers, and... Uh, axotols, yeah, which is probably what the cheeks are. Is like the axotol right there. Um, do you know? So the mud skipper is that like fish that go- goes on land. It has like the weird arms. It's like one of those animals you look at and you're like, is this one of those like fucking relics of of the past that somehow still exists today? <laughs> is this because it's essentially it's a fish that can walk around on land, but it is still a fish it's not it's not like an amphibian it is mm. very it's in this very strange place in which its fins are you know almost um arm and leg like so that's that's likely where it comes from and also mud puppies which are it's it has salamander like tendencies because its fin on the top is supposed to work like a radar dish which um like salamanders they they're able to sense vibrations they have a special gland for that um, so it, it's, I think that's the problem is that you don't know where to look at. There's too many things going on with the Pokemon. I think that's kind of where it breaks is like, there's nothing grounding it in place. But if you look at all the animals, it looks like, like, except for like an Axetol, they're all ugly, which is the other thing. Like none of them are good looking. And also, I don't think anyone likes mud, right? Does anyone think mud and think uh, like, some people think spas sure yeah i can see that sure but typically speaking mud is gonna like be mud like mud wrestling is it's Ooh, typically cool. uh paired with things being kind of like dirty and gross right what about um oh there's like some kind of uh dessert that has mud no like the drink the mud slide that's what mud i think slide yeah oh, great mud that's, that's delicious mm-hmm. i haven't had a mud slide i don't think since uh 
I haven't in years either. Since like Applebee's Foxwoods. at some point. <laughs> I think Foxwoods Fox like the last time I had a mudslide. Uh, all right. So there's only one interesting thing about mud, Mudkip. This is, yeah. this is the one interesting thing. In Mudkip's debut episode, you find out, because you get to meet one of the professional breeders, there are essentially professional breeders for the three starter Pokemon in every region that are responsible for making sure there's enough starter Pokemon for whenever character, like whenever people come of age to receive their first Pokemon. So wait, they, they're, they're just in charge of making Pokemon fuck? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a staple of Pokemon is the Pokemon breeder. Yeah. But um, you, you get to meet someone who's like, they're like, oh, well, I'm the person who makes sure we have enough Mudkips, enough Torchics. Wait. So that when wait. someone turns 10 and they get their Pokemon, they have a Pokemon to pick from. Guys, Makes I think sense. I just figured out, I think I just figured out Mr. Mime. I think one of the breeders is getting a little freaky with a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Ash's mom. Dude. That yeah, it turns out she's a full yeah. She used to be a breeder. Um, yeah, I mean <laughs> you know, I mean imagine you you lived in a world where the only uh like thing that people gave a shit about all of our economy, political the pol- the the political uh tapestry of the country all revolved around dogs, right? Dog breeding, mm-hmm. the biggest business on the planet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you know those uh, those those Pokemon breeders, they're raking in, they're raking in the cash, absolutely. And you know they've got a whole it's it's a uh, what's the what's the the phrase like uh, a monopoly, right? Because they're they're in they're in the professor's pocket, they're in the you know that they are really the Illuminati that are running the the, the world, really. What the hell are you talking about? I'm told Tom, I'm Tom's going deep on Pokemon lore. Yeah, he went real deep. Lore. He was having yeah. a conversation with himself. That I was, was a, that was was a Carl it. Pilkington conversation I was with himself. I, I was into it. it that's I let him, that's I let him what finish. uh that's but think, but, but the thing about it, professor's there, he's like, Oh my god, I've got to get these Doubling ultra down, rare yeah. starters. You know, I've got to get yeah. these ultra rare stars. You can't mm. catch them. They don't exist in the world. The breeders are the only ones that can supply them. And that they're, they're upcharging. Yeah, Team you know, Scum. Team Professor Scum got their Oak. start as a Pokemon breeder. Yeah, prof- uh, good tease for the uh, Patreon.com yeah. forward slash on our podcast where we finally design our dream uh, Pokemon game. But yeah, you know, uh, Pokemon Oak's taking out a second mortgage, trying to pay off his debt to the Pokemon breeders, and then they send people over, you know, uh, to cap cap his knees if he doesn't uh, get them the money. Yeah, why do you think? Why do you think Giovanni is the head of Team Rocket? Come on. Oh, the, the, the all Italians are up to is mafioso shit. Totally, totally symbiotic relationship there. One hundred percent. Also, isn't it weird? All Pokemon lay eggs. There's no mammalian Pokemon uh, outside of. Uh, it's possible. Strange. It's possible. Maybe mythical Pokemon because you can't breed them. Mm. But it seems more like they're birthed from supernatural means, typically speaking. So hmm. there you are. Hmm. That's our Pokemon this hmm. week. Hmm. Um, so uh, no, yeah. no, Chris, no, Chris. So, so um, Super Bowl was this Super weekend. Bowl. Super was. Bowl was this weekend. It was. Yeah, it was. Weekend. Uh, do you guys, do you guys do anything? I, I did some things. Do you guys do anything, Chris? This like throughout the last week or on Super Bowl Sunday? No, so I'm talking about Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I was watching the game. I got bored of it very quickly because hmm. it's very obvious that it wasn't going to be a fun game to watch. And then we okay. um hung some wine shelves that have like 
the slots so you can put the wine glasses in oh, on the wall. Okay, yeah, so cool. we actually finished our little uh, refreshment area, which has we have a like a wine cabinet, and now we have the little shelves for the glasses. I mm. put up a picture frame, um, a motion sensing light, and we've got the mini fridge there with all the <laughs> motion sensing light. Oh yeah, that's how you know you've made it big. Oh yeah. Yeah, those fifteen dollar um, lights that you can get on Amazon. Yeah, that, that, those are big time. <laughs> those are big time. Uh, did you eat anything? Did you make anything? Do any food footage? Remember when you used to do snacked? Whatever that. Jingle. Unsnacked. Well, unsnacked can can come in any time that you know okay. there there is course for an unsnack. Right. Uh, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my hands on that uh, coffee coke, so uh, uh, it'll be making a return the moment I can get a six pack of that for sure. There you go. Uh, the last, the last really interesting thing I ate was when, and I think I did an unsnacked for that, but it was like a month ago when the burrito place started doing crunch wraps, and that was. Mm. I've been having, I've been going back and forth every week. I'm like, do I get the crunch wrap or do I get the burrito? Mm. They're very good, very delicious. So um, for Super Bowl, uh, since we have a big enough kitchen now, I mm-hmm. made um, some steamed clams. I made Ooh. baked clams. Where'd I you made, get your clams? Uh, you got a clam guy? Got a fishmonger. You do. Yeah, Anthony Giordano. Awesome. I got, I got a guy. I knew it. I wasn't I joking when I asked that question. I had a feeling you had a guy. I got a guy. So, um, yeah, so we, so I did that, and then Britt made jalapeno poppers, wings. Um, what else do we have? I forget. Anyway, we didn't really watch the game. We were basically on our phones while the, while the game was on, but yeah. eating a bunch of food. Um, and in terms of, you know, this past week... Unless you guys want to go. I mean, Tom didn't do shit for the Super Bowl. So, Dan, Super Bowl uh, things? I, I watched it. I had some, I ordered in Domino's pizza and wings, <laughs> and uh, that's it. Classic. There was, I, there was no party or anything. It was just me watching the game. You didn't want to have a party? Uh, not really, no. No? I did go to a party this weekend. <gasps> yeah. We had another garage <gasps> party here in the, in the community. Unbelievable. So, no, it's COVID safe. Everyone hangs out at their garages. With masks mm-hmm. on, everyone's like pretty far apart. But um, our neighbor across the street, she got engaged, and mm-hmm. we knew that there's an engagement happening ahead of time because she texted one of the other neighbors and was like, "So we actually hung like a she said yes thing from like our above our garage to hers, so it like went across the sort of like uh, little driveway driveway road coming in. So like when she pulled mm-hmm. up, um, she didn't know that this was going to be here, so it's like a big surprise, and then. That's cool. Just hung outside with people. It was nice. Yeah. Do you guys exchange uh, like drinks? Like, you know, is it BYOB? No. Yeah. Everyone just has their own drinks. Everyone keeps a mask on. <laughs> no. No. So like it's, nobody. It's cooks a lot of anything? like yelling to chat with people, but it's still oh like God. more socializing than you can get otherwise. You know, because yeah, you want to sure. be safe, but like we're outside with masks and far enough apart. But mm. it's like you know, and then when I want to have my drink, I just turn around in the garage, take a sip, and then put my mask back up. Right. So nobody made any food or anything, no passing around hors d'oeuvres? No, 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 no. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah that'd be nuts. <laughs> I got a uh, I got a water heater guy coming in tomorrow. Yes. Do some, to put in a wa- new water heater. Are you doing what I have? Tankless? What do you have? No, he actually, this is interesting. Mm. So we, uh, if, I don't know if this is, whatever. So mm-hmm. he, I, I get the guy in and I say, I want a tankless. He actually yeah. says to me, he goes, you don't want a tankless on Long Island. I said, why don't I want to tankless on Long Island? He said, because it, the water on Long Island is grainy. And since it's, it's so grainy? grainy, grainy, this is what he says. So he says, since it's so grainy, because of the way that it coils in a tankless, yeah. you'll get deposits in each corner. 
that need to be cleaned out every single year on Long Island. But you didn't I... get this in your shit anyway, then. Like, don't, aren't you going to just want a water softener then instead? For no. Like, if you, so have, is... if you have, like, high deposit water. I don't know if it's high deposit. So this is what he said. This was, yeah, this yeah. Was, I mean, this is actually the Wait, technician who came what in. Was the, what we... was the price difference between tankless and the tank? So, okay. So I didn't go with a, okay. <laughs> let me, there's three options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You can go with the regular tank. Okay. The regular old tank, vanilla tank. Step above that is an indirect, which is just as or maybe a little less efficient than a tankless water heater. It still has a tank, mm-hmm. but it uses the heat from the boiler, uses the water from the boiler. This is this is some quality content here. Yeah. But it yeah. uses the water from the boiler to go into that tank. And then there's the tankless. Mm-hmm. So he was I mean, this is what he dealt. He he didn't upsell me. He mm-hmm. downsold me. He okay. downsold me on the on the indirect tanked water heater, which is what we're getting. And then I asked around. That's just making said. a little money on the side from the tank people. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but he, the other technician I had in here also said the same thing. Also said, don't go with the tankless on Long Island. Mm. So if you want to write in, if you got a well, tankless why is on Long, Long Island, Island write in. Gra- grainy water. This What's is what going he said. This is what he said. He, it's not <laughs> grainy enough that you need like crazy filters. It's yeah. just the way that a tankless is designed with the coils so that it heats up while it's in there, you're going to get deposits in the corners. Yeah. And you're going to have to clean that out. And he goes, you're going to have to pay $200 a year. Plus, this tank that I got came with a lifetime warranty. Anything go. goes wrong, boom, they're in here. Perfect. So, I love it. That's what I got going on. <laughs> that's my day. Tomorrow. Hey, man, look, this is the life now that you own property. You are just getting little minor upgrades and little things done some housework here and there and you know having conversations about it's so the water like, heater. yeah that's basically what's going on that's kind of that's you know <laughs> uh and then oh then the electrical guy came here yesterday and he was like the transformers <laughs> out down the street um we got to turn off your power for, for like a couple hours and i was like okay fine whatever he was like, all right, great. Then he comes back 15 minutes later and goes, actually, I'm not doing that. I'm going to spend triple my time replacing it because enough people on your block complained about doing that. So now <laughs> I'm not doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I figured that. But, you know, whatever. He goes, right, whatever. He goes, I just spend three times as long at doing this. Okay. What's your what's your mailbox sitch? Do you have a mailbox out front or do you just have a slot in the door? No, it's a mailbox on the side of the door. But... I, there's got to be a hole in it because sometimes if it rains, yeah. fucking shit's wet. Yeah, you so should upgrade that. Well, how, new yeah, yeah. Next yeah, week, I mean, so the mail, the guy to replace the guys, mailboxes. I'm trying. I'm. Try, I got tons. I got shit going on. I, uh, yeah. I mean, you could probably order a new mailbox off Amazon. I know, but then I have to. It. Then I got it. It's it's or not whatever, just like oh, let me go internet. hook on a mailbox to the side of my it's house. Not, it's yeah. not just like let me glue the damn thing. I got to fucking drill the hole. Well, so actually, this is interesting because um, so I'm mounting a projection screen on the wall outside. I got one of the hook ones for the roof, mm. but the problem okay. with the hook ones is because to be able to like fold it, it can't uh-huh. have the normal sort of black PVC or rubber backing. So it's sheer. So some light reflects through it and then back and you get a little bit of this like haloing, which bothers me because I bought a, a half decent projector. And if it wasn't like that, it would look like mm. perfectly sharp. Mm. Um but to put a projector on, like screen, one that I can like pull down up on the wall, 
I'd have mm-hmm. to drill into it. You don't want to really necessarily be drilling holes into external walls on the house, especially in places where you get right. moisture. So right. like there's a whole like process of how to do it, where you right. can do it, how you can seal it. So what I actually figured out, though, was I could get this because it's only 15 pounds of projection screen. Mm-hmm. I bought two really strong neodymium magnets. I put them on the sides of it. And now I'm I just I'm getting two steel plates that are like three by three inches. And I'm using um, double sided mounty tape and then hot glue around the edges. And I'm just pushing it up against the outside. And then when I want to put the screen up, I just clip it up onto the wall. And when I want to take the screen down because it's magnetic, I just take it right off. So there's ways you can mount stuff with adhesive. So there I'll you go. That. Let me go to Home Depot, check it out. That was the other thing too. Oh, this was a whole other fucking thing. So the <laughs> well, insurance Welcome company, to this old house. <laughs> yeah, this old house with tuna. All right, can and, we talk about something else? Tom is well, literally on, going is, to fall asleep. I don't fall asleep. I, Tom just had I a conversation with himself about bullshit before that everyone else falls tuna, asleep. With. Tuna, tuna. That's tuna. not true. I, I actually I did not, enjoyed it. I did not <laughs> watch Home Improvement when it was a hit TV show. Don't I don't want to listen to your Home Improvement. <laughs> All right, I'll just tell you this one thing and then we can move on. So the inspector for the home insurance company came and took some pictures around the house. If yeah. you've ever owned a house before, if you know that you, if you have a basement with high windows, you have what's called a window well, mm-hmm. right? Okay. The guy took a picture. It looks like a hole, right? But it's not. It's a window well, right? Yeah. The insurance company calls and says, we're going to suspend your, ins- your insurance unless you cement that up. And I said, what do you mean I'm going to cement it up? I'm going to cement the window so I can't get out in case I need to like... They were like, no, you have to cement it. Long story short, escalated the complaint to say it's a fucking window well yeah and they said yeah you're right so beat the insurance company there. wow totally worth telling that i gotta story. tell you it was 20 yeah, seconds that story. it was 20 seconds i do have a quick house thing to say which it's not my house but previously this old house? Pre- well it's this Doctor old house? vacant house and that old vacant house i've talked oh, about the the misanthrope yes. that walks around the streets the screaming starts starting fires yeah whatever. Well, he started, he started one again in the house across the street three days ago. Uh, that was three days ago. He did it again. So that's the second time at that house. I don't know what kind of chaotic arson, like, neighborhood also, why you is live he not in. being arrested? <laughs> because supposedly what? his claim is that, and I, I do actually somewhat believe this, is that he's lighting the fires to keep warm in the house, and he's basically squatting, and the owner of the property is allowing him to squat, despite his brother who co-owns the house, and he got to keep him from selling it. So it's it's literally this is a spite house is basically what this is, Alex. This is this is Larry David's spite house. This is if Larry David were to buy the coffee shop next to Mocha Joe's and instead of making latte Larry's, he was like, I'm going to let like people live here and just cause fires and chaos. But I drive money away. Doesn't don't don't you. Oh, yes. Oh, listen, the fire department was pissed when the police well, didn't arrest him the thing, last like, time. When you start to do that, like, doesn't the fire department can't they start charging you for can't they start charging you for shit? Oh, there are apparently like a ton of mounting lawsuits against the owners of the house. And that and and we know this because we've all been like the community's been actively like working to try to get this fucking house condemned, which because it, it has been listed as like you can't live here, like that notices have gone up. But now the other day they finally put a notice up saying that house, the one that's directly next to ours at least, like like two houses down, not the one across the street, is gonna get knocked down. But then well, of course today Why don't I, you just burn it down? Well, we keep talking about, like, we should let him burn it down, except, like, well, we don't want don't that to happen. Just, uh... Yeah, no, but why don't you just go in there, do a controlled burn, No, burn it down. Oh, I mean, no one's getting arrested. Because there's <laughs> people that live next to him. Well, then you just call it when it's that big. Yeah, I know. So, like, literally today, we were going to hopefully start early. I was coming back. I would have gotten back in time to start recording early. 
And as I'm driving, I turn the corner and I'm like, what smells like burning plastic and rubber? And then I see fire coming out of the roof of the house. And I'm like, all right, calling the fire department. Not starting yeah. early today. <laughs> well, and then yeah. some people in my in our community were like, you shouldn't have even called. You should have just let it fucking burn. Down. Just let it burn. <laughs> yeah. No, burn. no, thanks. No, thanks. Let I'm not going to do that. Be dumb Irresponsible. Tell someone else to do it. If I let it burn down, and then and then because I didn't call the fire department in time, which someone else would have just done it within moments anyway, because other people came out cut the, the street phone, and smelled cut, it. Cut the phone lines. What phone lines? The house has no power. Mm. The house has no power. Uh, no, wait, I think, no one is supposed meant, to live in this house. It's abandoned. It's listed as like an jam, abandoned jam lot. The cell, jam, jam the cell phone service around that area guess, so nobody yeah, can I call assume the police. Tuna I assume tuna oh, meant everyone else's phone lines. The power to, yeah, who has phone lines? What is that? Wait, wait use year a cell, is this? Use, use a cell phone jammer. Wait, what do you mean? Everyone has 56K internet. <laughs> yeah. Wait, right? Yeah, we're doing this Zoom over yeah. 56K. Speaking so. of uh, things burning to the ground. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, uh, I watched the documentary about the last blockbuster. Oh, that sounds um, super interesting. I gotta write that down. It, it's... It's funny because it feels very like student filmish. Like it's not shot very well, and like they try and do this bit where they're doing like a recreation, but it's just so poorly done. But obviously, it is a very it's interesting. It's what Blockbuster so, deserves. It, right, it is kind of the documentary that Blockbuster deserves. <laughs> What's the name of it? it? It's called The Last Blockbuster. Okay. okay. Uh, so it is about the last Blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon, and uh, to this day is still there um and just the history of it and why bend oregon specifically is the one because there were three in alaska you probably know about this especially from the john oliver bit where he donated all of russell crowe's memorabilia (laughs) from his divorce settlement or whatever it was he was doing an auction to pay for his divorce um uh they and they cover all that in the documentary but it's a really sweet documentary because it's about the the woman that manages the blockbuster. And she's very kind of well known in the town because basically everyone in Bend, Oregon, at some point in their life has worked at this blockbuster. And um, and then the international fame well, that kind of came with them being the last ones and it becoming this kind of tourist trap and people traveling from all over the world just to come see it. Uh, and then... Uh, talking to actors very much kind of like in action park the documentary around action park where they talk to actors and comedians who used to work there they talk to actors and comedians who used to work at a blockbuster one of them being um paul shire paul shear paul shear thank you uh and you see photos of paul shear working at blockbuster and him talking about how he had a crush on one of his co-workers and them like pulling like these crazy stunts, pretending that one of their friends was a famous actress and having her like sign shit for um, people. And like seeing him as a teenager with hair because he's, you know, bald as fuck. Yeah. Wait, Paul Shear was in Oregon? Or no, just no, no, a no, blockbuster? No, 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 anyway. A blockbuster. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I was very confused. He's from Long Island. I was like, <laughs> Did they get really any weird. of the McElroys? I know, I think Justin McElroy. No, they didn't oh, get any so McElroys. Good. They got, um, uh, Actually, I don't Fucking really. Watch pa- pa- Paul Shear Paul, Paul is the is the only actor whose name I remember. But there are people in it who are like, oh, I've seen your face before, you know, and all that. Uh, they talk to like the founder of Troma, and then it also kind of goes into the more complicated nature of why Blockbuster collapsed. It you know because everyone's like, oh, just you know Netflix and streaming, but it, actually Blockbuster had streaming before Netflix did, and they were well, in a better. 
<laughs> they had a few things for it. And a lot of people did. They also had a, a box that you could stream from your house. And yes. it, yeah, would, they, and it caught fire. <laughs> was it uh, for a bunch were they of partnered with like DirecTV? Is that what it was? Dish, 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 Network. Dish. Yeah, Dish Network ended up buying. I mean, it, it, the documentary goes yeah. into all this, but I, I heavily recommend it. And um, it, it's a very endearing story because it's like this family-owned business, this this yeah. last blockbuster. Uh, and I did that. I watched that instead of watching the the, the Super Bowl. Uh, oh. So I heavily recommend yeah. checking that out. Um, just while we're talking about what stuff we watched, I just watched the Framing Britney documentary. Oh, we're going to watch that Dude. Uh, at some it's, point. It's What's dark. It, it's essentially about, like, everything that... It's, like, the life of Britney Spears, and essentially it's... Oh, um, it's a lot about, like, how fucked up society is and how, like, everyone, even, like, people that, like... Like, like everyone, essentially, in some way or another, contributed to, like, the ongoing harassment, which, like, clearly led to her like mental like health issues and just like overall well-being uh it's like really fucked up seeing like just how bad the paparazzi is um you seen and the like the with, people that surround her have you seen the theory with britney spears that like uh the bush administration paid her to have her mental breakdowns anytime they needed attention taken away from events that, that were happening no, I have not. That sounds insane. <laughs> That's a theory. So yeah, go ahead and look that up when you have a free free moment. Yes. Uh, that exists. But there's there's this whole thing where like she essentially has a conservatorship, but she's been working as like an adult for a long time now in right. Vegas, making millions of dollars, like no problem. And yet legally, like her dad has this like conservatorship over her and has like mm-hmm. silenced her and like put her away against her will so that he could control her and her money. And it's it's like fucking crazy i highly recommend and it's just like the amount of times like the paparazzi would like just drive her to like her breaking point and then they'd be like "Brittany, what are you doing why are you doing this now and it's like well yes like you're you're doing you're doing yeah. this too like everything she would do like like anything that she would get called on and then people would be like well i don't think Brittany should be doing that it's like you all are fucking doing this it's it's nuts it's so crazy i i didn't know how interested in it I'd be, and within like ten minutes of Therese turning it on, I was like, "Oh, I'm fucking!" T- I like put my phone down. I'm like, "I'm watching this." <laughs> I'm what actually, platform is it on? It's on Hulu. Oh, yeah, it's on Hulu. So there you go. Highly recommend um, that. We started watching the morning show. Oh, great choice. Yeah. Um, good. No, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like great. Ted Lasso is. Way better of an Apple TV. Well, Twelve yeah. episodes for season two, baby. They just announced. Wait, was the morning show the one where Reese Witherspoon had the really awkward sex scene that didn't make any sense? Ge- geomet- uh, oh, geometry yeah, she wise, sleeps, she sleeps with the well, she sex with a bartender. Well, yeah. no, I haven't seen the show either, but I, I, I did see that one scene because someone mentioned how weird it was. I think it might have been John Oliver. Well, it's, yeah. it's it's one of those. It's one of those. I'm gonna f- fuck you standing up. Yeah, sex it was scenes stupid. and it was very stupid. Oh. I mean, Just geometrically, it didn't make sense. But the, 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 every <laughs> every movie that has a standing up sex scene, you watch it and you're like, "How's the penis bending?" Right, anyway, who cares? <laughs> but the, I, mean, I think we don't know. You don't into. have a crazy straw dick. No, right, I, mine mine is fine. So, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's basically the, <laughs> it's basically this is what happened to Matt Lauer. We're just going to take what happened to Matt Lauer. Yeah. And make it into a show. I mean, they make him um, look like Matt Lauer as much I know. as like they. Like... It's pretty unbelievable. Um, yeah, so I would. Say, I mean, it's good. We're enjoying it. I wouldn't say it's like great. 
Um, I just, for the most part, I'm not necessarily invested in the story of it. I just think that the performances are very good. I love Billy Crudup. I think he is phenomenal in that. I don't know how far you've made it. Billy Crudup. He plays the guy that takes over the network. I never knew. Yeah, him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I like his, he's got a cool voice. His voice is the kind of voice I was like, I'm like, I wish I had a cool voice. Um, (laughs) He, I think he did the MasterCard commercials for a while, actually. Anyway, um, I feel like we're also like kind of running out of, yeah, we're kind of running out of shows to watch. I feel like the content isn't coming out fast enough Perfect. for us to consume it. I've got one for you. Hit me. So I had been, God, I've been saving <laughs> uh, this show for a little bit just because I, I'm really just like trying not to like binge stuff as much anymore. Like at least certain okay. shows just because there's just, we're, we're going to be in a drought for so long. I'm trying to stretch them out. Um, Sesame Street? The Expanse. I just finished the oh. latest season of The Expanse, season five. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's fucking really good. It's a really, really I've, good. I've heard The Expanse is great. Oh, it's 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 a very unique science fiction story. Alex, it, it reminds me a lot of like Gun. Mm-hmm. It's basically Gundam Wing, if <laughs> if they don't have the mechs, which sounds boring, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all the politics of Gundam was part of the interesting thing because it's very much like we are far past the point in which humans left Earth. So there are space colonies, which they call them the Belters, and then there are the Martians, like the humans that live on Mars as well. And essentially you have like the Earth people, the Belters, and the Martians, and there have been wars throughout history between them. And, and of course, like the Belters, just like in like Gundam, the colonies are kind of like looked at like the lowest class citizens and abused and, and stuff the most. And it's very much this right. like, it, it's, 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 a, it's a faction story. And it's a, there's this like one crew that kind of comes together with obviously like a, like so, like a representative from each one and and they have to like save the world and like do stuff like that it's very good it's a very good show um all right it was on sci-fi and now it's on prime so the budget isn't quite like I guess disney budget you know sure the effects aren't going to be like mando but they are good. sure i guess what i mean by running out of shows to watch yeah i mean for brit and me yeah because the expanse is definitely no. not a show no. nor would she so, like star trek discovery which i finally just started last night that i finished not. the expanse <laughs> absolutely not um again i got asked again what the hell i was watching last night while i was watching attack on titan so you know how far into that are you know oh, i'm on season three now baby yes we're on season three now and i, I gotta be honest this is a cl- like like I, I, I know you compared it to lost and i kind of was like oh well, you compared it to lost in terms of peeling the onion, it's that it is that it's like that where it's like what like every single episode, well maybe like every other episode, we're peeling more info like peeling mm-hmm. the onion, we're getting more information, more information, more information, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like if you told me what's happening now, ba- you know, back episode one, I'd be like, I, how are we getting there? Yeah, and one of the things I'll say, and I mean that you know, say you know, say what you will about loss and everything, but like. Brooke was rewatching the the beginning of the show just to have something on the background and like see the pl- seeds that had been you know planted in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It, it just it's it's such a satisfying payoff. And season three is fantastic because there are some things that you probably uh, don't. Tom, you're I'm not going to really say I'm this. not going to say anything, but like you have some. It's very big, good, Alex. You you that, yeah, that, it, gets you Tom, just say it's very good. Just Tom, say it's good. You're, 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 you're very, very bad, bad at this. Oh my god, Tom is so you're gonna bad. Look, I'm, just, I'm not gonna say it, but you're gonna love the part where 
Yeah, you'll find out. Anything. Like his dad is. Yeah. I didn't say anything. You I just would've. said you're gonna get some answers. No, I didn't. I wasn't gonna be like, oh yeah. Turns out Aaron, he's from outer space. Oh, <gasps> um, fuck! <laughs> Spoiled it. But the, the season three is fantastic because it just starts answering. So, so is many the manga questions. over as well? No, or no? It's still. So happening. then, why are they ending the show? Just because they're done? Well, they because it they are ending the manga. As oh, well. they're ending the manga. Yeah, they're oh, both okay, ending. Oh, they're both oh. ending. So, now, Chris, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Isn't Aaron? No, not Aaron. Aaron. Who, mm. You said it correctly. Yeah. No, but there's two that have. The, who's the other guy? Steve. No, not Mika. Not Mikasa. The other guy. Armin. Armin. He's mm. the, the smart hair? guy. Yeah. Blonde mm -hmm. hair. His voice. Catra? That's definitely. De that's that's Deku, right? Oh, I don't know. I've never watched the dubs. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's very possible. I think it is. Or I if I, I, I probably did watch the dubs maybe in like the first season, but after that, since the subs were always ahead, I, I just watched the subtitle version because I don't like to wait. Because I don't want to get oh. it spoiled. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I swear to God. But I, yes, I, you, honestly, it, it probably is. Dr. Stone, one of the like side characters, is like Midoriya. Like that's, I, they use the same like 12 voice actors for everything yeah. in anime. Oh, the, the so. Piccolo and Vegeta is definitely one of the guys. Um, uh, let me. I'm just gonna side side note. Yeah. I told. So I, my mom is asking me a ton of questions about this fucking water heater now. Are you getting an automatic water shut off valve? What? How many gallons is it? Is it gonna be like? I, I get you trying to help, but like. <laughs> You're so upset that your mom is asking you questions about your water heater. <laughs> this must be like the thousandth question you've had about house stuff. Oh, it is. And it's just like, I get that I can, I'm a first-time homeowner. I can hear the distress in your voice. I, I, so, I, I get it. But yeah, go ahead, Tom. So he doesn't play... Uh, the guy that voices Armin uh, is not uh, Deku in the dub of My Hero Academia. But he is in the My Hero Academia dub. And he plays Tokoyami, who oh. is the shadow the bird oh. guy. Tokoyami underrated. Which very is a cool. very different voice to the voice he does with Armin, obviously. Yeah, very so. different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you meet the character in Dr. Stone, once you watch that, who does Midoriya, it's very much the exact same voice. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where when I started watching subs, Wait, I was kind of like, oh, this is better now because I just Tom, couldn't you, hear anything else. Tom, are you sure you're not looking up Aaron? No. Nope. It really did sound just like him. Are you sure? Armin, the, the Armin. There's Armin. no Aaron. It's Aaron and Armin. Aaron and whatever, dude. I e was called Aaron Ezra for a while. Ezra. Attack, Attack on Titan. Uh, the voice of Armin Arlet is Josh Grell, and he voices in My Hero Academia Fuk Fumakage Tokayami. Damn it! There you go. But and I told, I said this to, I said this to you guys before about Attack on Titan. There's a couple characters that look very, very similar. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to tell the difference. Yeah. We, I was, I was telling you, I said to you guys, we need like Yu-Gi-Oh hair for some of these fucking people, or like give them scars, glasses, them something, hats, something, and it's yeah. even, Scarves. it's even a plot device that two of the characters look like each other. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was awkward actually when Aaron or Ezra was getting a little. <laughs> I've never seen handsome. Alex's mind be this scatter shot before. <laughs> it's, it's really yeah. interesting. I've never experienced this. Dan, do you have anything uh, that you wanted to talk about non-gaming related before I jump into games convokes? I was you know, curious. How, I was curious how far Tom has made it into Futurama. Has he watched the whole thing yet? Did he stop? No, part of the way haven't through? watched. Haven't watched. We, we're still watching. Um, we are on 
I think we're just ending season five, about to start season six. We watched the episode where Bender gets a sex change to perform in the Olympics. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. An episode for sure. It was good. Yeah. It's a good show. Jesus. Wait, to perform in the Olympics? I remember when. The Ben. Oh, yeah, I want to give it I yeah, it's called Bent Her is the episode, yeah. and he. Uh, so there's, okay. they, they gender bent him because he's a yeah, bender. literally yeah. gender bent him. Stupid. Um, <laughs> they're not all winners that show. Most of them are. They're not all. I mean, it all, just it just came out at a in the, time in the long yeah. in the long run. It's a winner. Uh, yeah. Very I mean, it's poor, great poor timing uh, today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Specifically. I was like, don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've been playing some games. I've been playing some games. And recently I've been playing some games uh, that I've talked about on the show. And I wanted to follow up and continue um, the review rainbow. So let's take a look. Uh, all right. So so these are the review rainbows going to consist of all my games this year. So we're going to find. Let's start all the way in the back here. Um, Destruction wow. All Stars. Whoa. Right in the middle. Uh, on no, the back not. half here. Well, no, it's, so it's <laughs> right in the middle. So what you're going to have to remember is right in the middle is I was going to say, I said right in the middle in the back here. So it's in the back, but in the, in the middle as like vertically speaking, because where you stand vertically is, is just as important as where you stand horizontally in many ways. Cause it tells you, Why? it tells you more because where you stand vertically tells you about how much they got right versus how much they got wrong. Like how many fuck ups are in the game. And the overall left and right Did is like make that up? how good. No. I feel like that was not the no, way I you didn't. explained it. The yes, last no, time. it was the the closer you are to the white light, the yeah. less problems are in the game that weigh it down. So it's like how many misses and stuff. And then then there's and it, because you, you sort of since, so since is, it's an arbitrary yeah. system in the first place to review something because right. all games are so fucking different. Right. I was like the reviews on the review rainbow are based uh -huh. on what the game, what type of game it is, like how big the team is, what they're trying to make and then Ooh. and then you score it so like you you still wouldn't compare any two games on here but each game its corresponding location on the review okay does so what does a, for, so for, what does real a quick for audio for audio listeners we are looking at this review rainbow destruction all stars sitting as red so if you're going from left to right red obviously being on the far left blue being on the far right we are and leaving the red heading toward orange. the green yeah we're, we're in orange we're firmly yeah, in orange yellow. It looks orangey yellow. It's to like me. an orangey yellow, yes. Yeah. So what does we're that mean? in the middle of it. So what does it mean? If you attributed this to a score only, right? It's yeah. probably somewhere between a 60 and a 70, which is also where it, it currently is an open critic. And I think that's actually pretty accurate. And basically, you can also be worse than the red. If you're out of the red, then you're such a you're a trash game, and I think you're just overall a bad game and no one should play it. But once you're in the red, it's Wait, like so, so. So you can't. So there's some games that aren't even on the spectrum. Yes, exactly. And then, and then your game can be so good that you cross into oh, the transcended. Yes, you can transcend it. Yes, ultraviolet. So infrared is Infra horrible. Yes, ultraviolet is fucking incredible. Yes, because because then it's like whenever you ever see like two ten out of ten games, and they're such wildly different things. Like, how do you fucking compare Ocarina of Time? Uh, like, it's like you just can't compare these things like directly. So I just need to be like, they're all in that group. Don't try and compare them. They all perfectly did everything they were supposed to and more. They were supposed to? Okay. Because you, you know what the intentions of the developer are with the game as you play. You can see what to they're trying to do. To make it good. Yes. Destruction All-Stars is a very simple, narrow game. There's very little to do in it. Every match leaves me 
not feeling compelled to play again. <laughs> and worst of all, this was a game, and I, I don't know, but I do put, put I, I put you know some knocks against it for it. But this was a game that was going to be a full price game, so it was going to yeah. be seventy dollars <laughs> until they changed it to be on PlayStation Network. But who knows what happens when it's not on PSN? Does it go back to full price? And by the way, you, they lock away the like single player story stuff behind yeah. microtransactions. Yeah, yep. it's fucked up. <laughs> and then Did where? They? They did, yeah. yeah and then yeah. on top of that, yeah. the reason it's like it weighed down here. is because it's weighed down by their terrible decision for the narrative, for the single-player stuff. It's weighed down by not having, like, at least a co-op version <laughs> of the single-player mode. Like, because the, the way the multiplayer modes work versus the single-player mode. Um, it's also weighed down by the bug, the, the, the fact that they released it with this thing that, like, all the bikes are on automatically. Which I didn't think bothered me, Tom, until you told me that it would happen every time. And then I went back to play it a couple more times and yep, it bothered the hell out of me after, yeah, after the third time of doing it. And then after, after I played it again recently, I was like, I outside of if you guys like were like, Hey, let's all play together. I would never play this game again by myself. So that's, so that's where that I want to, I want to make tuna really angry. So do you know how much each, uh, so the campaign's basically like per character, right? You pay per character, I believe. It's not per character. It's it's there's like four campaign storylines, and I think three of them are locked behind. Almost um, think of them as like episodes. Yeah, yeah. But like, the reason it's free is because they knew no one. If anyone had tried this game and reviewed it, no one was going to buy it for full price. That so is their true. way to recoup money. Is this? No, yeah. That's, 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 this would. I mean, it was a bad decision to. It would have been a bad decision if they if they'd stuck with uh, charging it for full price. Yeah. Um, and I talked about fun. these other games, so I don't want to spend too much time on them. But I am going to say the medium for the audio listeners at home has landed like pretty much like center green area, maybe closer to a blue. I think I think that they did a very good job at what they were trying to do with that game. It's very reminiscent of like Silent Hill. But the actual like gameplay mechanics, when they take away control from you in the few instances where you get it, that's why it knocks some points. But there's so few of that. That being said, it it didn't do a whole lot wrong, but it's not like they did anything incredibly special or incredibly really well. So that's why it doesn't go further up the color list, you know, closer to blue and violet, etc. Uh, and Carto and Cyber Shadow are both a little bit behind Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They don't make nearly as many mistakes as Assassin's Creed does. I don't really have any glitches or any real errors in those games. Um, but they're also very simple and basic. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which, by the way, you find here in this nice blue. I actually moved it a little bit farther into the blue because yesterday I completed all of Assassin's Creed Valhalla except 100%ing it. But I, I finished the main story. Well, well, hold on. Here's why I say that. I finished the main story. I know. I finished the epilogue and I killed all of the people in the order. Okay. So the only thing that is left is collectibles and like things on the map. But there's absolutely because right. when you finish the main story, there's a whole region still that you have not done. And then there's still killing all the order people, which is actually the final part of the story, which they don't mm -hmm. tell you. So it's actually almost like two epilogues in the game. But after that, there's nothing story related left. Right. The final act of this game was so good the last two regions and even actually the the epilogue was so good that i stopped skipping the story stuff which i had been doing in the last like four or five regions and i was actually like letting it play through and then i was on wikipedia for like an hour reading about all the animus stuff dude this game goes fucking places in the story at the end of it apparently like this it, they do way more stuff 
with the Isu and the Animus in this game than they did in the past ones. It, if this is what they're doing with the next like Assassin's Creed games, sign me up. Oh, I'm in. All so, right, that is that is my uh, my gameplay for the week. I also played some game called Unruly Heroes, which is new to Game Pass, but apparently came out like two years ago. It reminds me of Trine, and it's fun, but probably not fun enough to keep Trine's me from just fun. playing Hitman next. So, mm. Mm. Hitman's great. Uh, I started playing Super Mario World as a part of uh, my that came out Wednesdays. Yeah, super, no, no, not 3D World. Super Mario World from the SNES. Oh. Yeah, it's in the Game. little Nintendo Switch Online thing. Yeah, so I'm playing it through the Switch Online freebie inclusion thing um so i started playing that uh it's i just wish i had played this i just wish i had all the memories you guys did i wish i had an snes when i was a kid mm. uh, i think that you know there's a, a level of attachment to it based on growing up with it that i'm just not connecting with um but other than that uh you know i'm looking forward to playing more uh um, where are you at in it I just finished the second world. Okay. I don't know how. I don't there's know how many worlds days. there are. Yeah. I think I there's how many worlds eight there worlds, but there's also the secret world. Mm. So hmm. there's a lot secret of like secret. World. I mean, a big part of that game, Tom, isn't just like playing through it. It's like no, finding course, all the yeah. secrets and then like finding the shortcuts and yeah. it's like all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely think that uh, my platforming skills are not up to snuff, so it's definitely taken me a little longer to make it through some of these levels. Had some very pathetic deaths. <laughs> some things where I'm like, oh my god, they could like um the shells that you take off the the Koopas. Uh didn't know they could kick those back at you. Uh if uh yeah, so that I like was, that they have little like diapers deaths. on too. They do have some diapers on. <laughs> yes, they do. Um I also want to give a shout out to Sackboy, um, which I mentioned before, but <gasps> Brooke and I have been playing more of it. Fuck, I should play it, that. It, dude, it gets it gets even better. This is one of the best games I've played in years. Uh, and talk about amazing platforming. Uh, the music is one of the highlights. It had like we we were playing, and I was like, "Is this an orchestral version of Like a Prayer by Madonna? Is that what I'm listening to right now?" So there's a bunch of things like that from all across the musical spectrum, uh, and I, so I'm loving it. And it's visually gorgeous. Um, so I do recommend anyone that might have missed Sackboy. That's like the destruct, like the game that kind of got forgotten because of launch. That Destruction All Stars would have gotten forgotten, but unlike Destruction All Stars, like it's totally worth the money. So I heavily recommend buying that, especially if it goes on sale at any at any point. Um, and then the uh, only other thing that I, I was playing was uh, Persona Five Strikers, which is the spinoff to Persona Five. That's also a sequel, but it's uh, it's. I was reading it's not it's not a Musou game because there aren't areas and it's not an army versus an army and I'm like but it's that gameplay where you're killing like fifty hundred you know to a hundred dudes at once. Oh, it's really it's interesting. Yeah, people online like were I was like looking through reset era because I was I shared my review. Yeah, and all of the diehard fans were like, "This isn't a Musou game." Like there are people people reviewing this don't know what a Musou game is, but and have. It, now they're using this term and it means nothing because you don't have there's no strategy there's no uh like 
you have an army that you're commanding versus another army. Like, there's specific cares, things though? that are getting... If I know, I'm playing a game... Dude, trust me. Yeah. I mean, I Assassin's know. Creed feels like a fucking Musou <laughs> game sometimes. I was so goddamn overleveled when I got to the second to last region. I was like 3.30 in an area for like... It was like two something. And I, I just like... I was just shredding people. Like, it didn't, like, it didn't matter. Like, anytime uh, you, you're that overpowered, it may as well just be a Musou game. Yeah. And, and you know, with, with this, I don't think the Musou gameplay is necessarily terrible, but um, it's, I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah. And then on top of that, I just think it's it's just not as engaging a plot. Like it just lacks the it, the interesting things that Persona Five had. Mm. I think whatever you whatever you want to say about Persona Five specifically with its length, I think that kind of like in the way that the Lord of the Rings people always scoff at that for being so long, but it's like, but it does so much with its time. And if you're into it, like it's such an awesome experience and. People feel that way about Persona 5. And Strikers just strips all of the interesting things in order to make it a shorter experience, but it's still tens of hours of lo- as long without any of the interesting kind of hooks. The story does get better towards the back half, but by that time I was completely burnt out. Like, I gave it a 5 uh, for Digital Trends. Ooh, um, the which, which, you know, as we know, is it means uh, it's, it was my favorite game of all time. <laughs> but um yeah i think it's totally it's it's all style would you rather play this or mario strikers oh mario strikers mario strikers oh fucking God. rules why yeah, aren't they making dude, a new one hundred percent yeah Game fucking rules. um but i do have the but i think if you're into persona like because then you'll you'll find some enjoyment in it uh, a lot of people out there seem to have really liked it and they all seem to be diehard persona fans so Great. um review is up on youtube dot com forward slash unranked podcast and i do have a copy of it on switch to give away if you are one of those diehard uh persona 5 fans so go check out that review for the details on how to win a copy of that and we'll be giving that away uh when the game launches at the end of the month like look forward to your five out of ten games like fucking (laughs) dude some a ton of places gave it perfect scores. that's not so yeah well then you you're gonna look people are gonna be mad at you then oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna be like who's this motherfucker who gave who it a fuck this yeah they just tanked my fantasy scri- critic score yeah exactly <laughs> tom's tom's just gonna purposely try to I mean, review I think, games I think alex it's... that we draft in fantasy yeah critics, exactly 100 so that... and it's gonna have such a big <laughs> it's gonna have such a big effect on your yeah. scores <laughs> i'm curious what the open critic for this game is i think it's in the 80s so um we do have news and stuff to get to i know you have a hard out but i have a question for dan 82 i'm assuming you have since last time played the new level in Fall Guys, I'm curious what you think. Yeah, um, I forget what it's called because I forget what all the levels are called. But the one with the two snowballs in the bowl, mm. yeah, I I like it. I am not great at it. I I get hit off like probably sixty percent of the time. Yeah, but I do enjoy it. It's nice. It's a nice change up. It's quick. I like that it's fast and it's chaotic. I mean, it's not like yeah. a final level, so I don't like mind that it's more like random in it. It would have worked as a final level though. It would have. I think people. So I saw Yonder like yelling about it on Twitter last night because he was just like, "Why it's are gender. people?" Ru- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Why are people running around on the blue tiles? You don't have to." He's like, "And you're just making people fall out and lose." Because it's true. If it's elimination round, typically there's a timer, so like everyone could get through. Like if everyone just stayed off the blue tiles, everyone would move on to the next round. But. Yeah, I don't know. You I'm not get into it. everyone anyway at some point. So yeah, no, I'm the asshole who half the time runs on the blue tiles and makes them disappear. 
it's more fun. I don't want to just like sit through the level for you know. A I used and to half. do that, but I ended up getting knocked off most of the time when I was doing it. So oh. I just let <laughs> yeah, someone so else do it now. That. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, anything else, or can we talk about some news? Soon you played anything? Just more Assassin's Creed, really. Um, slow going. What's your time at? Well over hundred, maybe over hundred hours now. What's your level at? Three seventy something. Okay, yeah. You you should just go finish the story. I think. I I just have like a like a problem with that just because I don't like leaving all these dots. Well, no, but go finish the story and then do <laughs> I the can't. epilogue. No, no, with I, the can't. Dots. I can't. Because once he finishes the story, he won't go back to do the. Also, dots once I finish then... an area, like once I complete the arc in a certain area, I'm like physically compelled to complete that whole area so You're say what you will say what you will yeah it will, it will give me anxiety if i start <laughs> going to different areas starting stories yeah and not finish those areas completely or yeah so there you go yeah oh i didn't uh reshare the screen so no one heard that okay <laughs> Uh, some interesting news this week. GoldenEye 007, as we know, Perfect Dark was remade by Rare on the Xbox 360. They did an HD remaster. They were also doing a rebuild and remake of GoldenEye 007, and it got to the point in which it was essentially done. They, according to Ars Technia, uh, Technica, only had, like, about 90 bugs left, but, like, the that you could play through the game. The majority of the game is done. It's complete. Like, you could play multiplayer, you could play single player, um... And then they went to Nintendo and Nintendo, some people at Nintendo had given it the green light, but I guess they hadn't talked to the big boss who remains unnamed rumors. Bowser. There's a water at the time. It would and have been he just water, said, yeah. uh, Fuck no, <laughs> um, which this was known. I remember this story from forever ago. What has happened recently, though, which resurfaced this is this game leaked onto the Internet and people are now playing GoldenEye 007 remade for the 360. And it looks sick. I mean, it looks like a 360 game. It looks like the perfect dark version. So it still looks dated, obviously. Mm -hmm. But seeing it run at like 60 frames, looking nice, I got to get my hands on this. Now, I have a question because I could have sworn that there were... Yeah, okay. So GoldenEye 007 is a 2010 first-person shooter. So what's this? This is a game that they remade, but it's not a remake of the original GoldenEye. It's like they reimagined GoldenEye. Okay, because didn't that didn't that get released? Because there was a one that put Daniel Craig, they yeah, like recast it. Yeah, but it's, and it came but out it's on a the different Wii. engine. It's made by EA. It's not the same levels. It's like they were like, we're gonna make a new GoldenEye. This was the people that made GoldenEye the first time remade the original GoldenEye, and it was like okay. one for one. It played and felt the same. That is like a totally different game, same story. Okay. Got it. Someone you know mentioned I, it to Phil Spencer, and he was like, you're never getting this game. We gave up. Because apparently, <laughs> like, the licensing between Eon, MGM, um, people like Brosnan, Nintendo, like, and at this point, it sounds like no one knows exactly who you would need to get all the approvals from anymore. Like, because the rights for, like, who has the rights to IP have reverted, and MGM is selling. They're, they're putting themselves up for sale for, at the moment. We'll probably never play yes. this game, legally speaking. Legally, yeah. I got a, I got a illegally speaking a torrent for you though, <laughs> dude. I'm, 
Someone want, someone want to send me a, a DM on that Discord. <laughs> That's a dick message. Who can, who can hook me up with the this? Is, this is about game account. preservation history. It's not like I'm stealing something. It's not like you're stealing something. No, no, that no, you no, could no. buy. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't involve me in any of your illegal activities. <laughs> yeah, but Nintendo, Nintendo will send someone to uh to to break your legs for sure. If yeah, they catch you. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I learned something throughout all of this that I never knew. Did you mm. know that when they made GoldenEye, the rare devs were like ahead of everyone else. And they were like, this would be perfect if we had two analog sticks on this, which is part of the problem with that game. With Perfect Dark, they did a good job with like the C buttons of like at least giving you more control. But with GoldenEye, like you really have much less control. If you plug two analog sticks in, like two controllers in, you can use two N64 controllers to play GoldenEye on an N64 in dual analog. That is a feature the game has. Wow. Might have liked it then. I'm, I like well, it. You didn't, well, you didn't like GoldenEye, Tom? I, I mean, it was one of those things. Didn't have an N64. Didn't ever touch GoldenEye until, like, college when all my friends that still had their N64s were like, yeah, we're going to go play GoldenEye. And I'm like, someone hands me a Nintendo 64 controller. Like, what the fuck do I do with this? And then oh. they like, go play Goldeneye. And I'm like, this is the most obtuse thing I have ever touched. So, yeah, no, I mean, I don't have. I get it's it's the Mario World problem that I don't have. I don't this think Super kind of Mario affinity. World fits into that. Super Mario World no, is still an you incredibly know I mean. precise game. No, absolutely, but you know what I mean. Like mm. uh, an affinity for it, like. People still yeah. love Goldeneye despite knowing that it, uh, you know, that if it had released ten years later on something with dual at like PS2 sure, of era, course. like it would have been a more uh, competent game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Goldeneye because I just can't play it. He's he's one of these you know young millennials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's one of those young. Millennials. So young. I don't know if Alex, do you still have your N64? Probably, yeah, I don't you got to you got to see out. if you can figure this out and try it. All right, I got to dual, see it dual analog. Um, what else we got? Uh, some delays and some news on games that aren't coming out, which is going to be pertinent for anyone that was thinking of picking up some games. Uh, Activision during their earnings call confirmed Overwatch Two and Diablo Four not coming out in 2021. Uh, for anyone that was expecting those, so. Don't go picking those up for your fantasy leagues. Actually, yeah, why, do. Is Di- why is Diablo taking so long? It's not a priority. Probably. Yeah. Or I mean, probably I they don't want to fuck like it up years. like last time. Okay. It will be 10 years next year. Yeah. 2012 That's is crazy. when Diablo 3 came out. Yeah. I think maybe yeah, that they, they, they really put a lot of uh, team effort into this uh, Diablo Immortal, which is the mobile version of Diablo. Get out of your yeah. mobile shit. <laughs> I think there's a lot of cha- I think there's a lot of like ba- chaotic background happening between Blizzard and Activision and a lot of internal strife, uh, if anything is to be believed. Um, so I just think that, and especially with everyone working from home. Uh, and then Ubisoft said that their Prince Persia remake, which was meant to come out in January, that got pushed to I think March or April, is now indefinitely delayed. We don't know when it's coming out. They just said we're just going to delay it. Which game? We'll let you know when it's ready. The Prince of Persia remake. Oh, okay. Okay. Sands of Time. Is that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Why are we remaking this? Why why are we remaking this? People love Sands of Time. Yeah. Then go play Sands of Time. 
Maybe maybe it's a good but way to see the interest in the property. <laughs> maybe it's a good way to see the interest in the property. It's like if this game sells really well, it's easier for the it's we'll easier for them to do the remake mm-hmm. of the old game. And if if it sells really well, yeah, maybe they'll then invest in the IP. Maybe they're worried about waning possible like Assassin's Creed sales down the road, or who knows? Yep. You know, they could also maybe make something new. But yeah, um, that's crazy. Jason Momoa supposedly is being offered the role of Knuckles for the next Sonic, which I watched with Therese. We watched Sonic oh that God. she had never seen Sonic. We watched Sonic that Jack the other day. She really disliked the fur, like the beginning of it, not necessarily when Sonic was in, you know, Sonic universe, but we watched the rest of it. She thought the, the second half of it was a lot better than the first movie. Holds last up. movie, last movie I saw in theaters. Platoon. I'm, I'm yeah. imagining not, not just him voicing Knuckles, but instead of Knuckles, it's just Jason, Jason Momoa. It's just oh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. And that that was making me chuckle because like, imagine like Sonic and Tails are there, and then Jason Momoa, and they just keep calling him Knuckles. I love That'd it. Nuts. And that would be fun. They should just do that. They should just do that. <laughs> just do it. Um, He's Microsoft. My, Microsoft is hiring for a new Halo game that isn't Infinite. Uh, oh. So there's been a job posting. I don't. So I've seen stuff about that. I don't know how true it is because a lot of people are also saying now that like that job listing was relisted a little bit ago at some point, and Bungie came out and was like, "We're just reusing an old listing." But it's Bungie. For, uh, sorry, three four three came out and said like mm. we're reusing an old listing, but it is for Infinite. Mm, okay. So like mm. it sounds like maybe, but maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I could see them being like, "Let's fucking make another." Th- Halo Wars or any of those spin-offs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be shocked if they're not already thinking about what the next Halo game is. Halo well, double isn't infinite. infinite. Isn't Infinite meant to be like a 10-year <laughs> thing that they're just doing? That's true, but maybe the maybe it's like That's a multiplayer platform and maybe they're going to do yeah. something else. Maybe they'll do something different with Halo property, like Halo RPG. Halo Infinity plus one. What would yeah. be your dream? Like, uh, I mean, we might have talked about this before, but if you could have like a, a spin-off, something that wasn't like the Master Chief, what would you do in the Halo universe? Pokemon themed. Right. Is Master Chief going around collecting collecting grunts aliens? And shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Tuna, what about you? What would you what would you make in the Halo universe? Um doesn't have to be a first person shooter, it can be a basically anything but a first person shooter. Mm. I think you can make it first person shooter if you want, just in like in a different era that doesn't follow Master Chief. I just can like see one spin. of you guys playing a side scroller. I want Halo Kart. I honestly, I think anything Halo Kart. Yeah, anything Kart. Imagine it like you all you right. could pick from all the different characters. The power ups would all be different kind of weapons from the Halo series, and you just have like a little ghost, a, a little pelican, a little falcon. <laughs> like everyone's driving the different Halo vehicles. It'd a little wraith. You have one. You know, the map <laughs> is falling as you're driving through the race course. It's a start to end level. All right, I'm in. I would do that. Is that what you want, Tuna? Too? Are you are you convinced? <laughs> I don't know if I really want anything else from the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. He just wants a good Halo game. He just yeah. wants a good. Halo Wait, what game. about what about Halo Hero, where you play along to the favorite tunes of Halo? Oh, oh I mean, yeah, I feel that's like dope. they had Halo music in Guitar Hero on the Xbox. Uh, not officially. Like that. <laughs> not <No>. officially. <laughs> are you sure? I'm. I think that in one of those, either Guitar Hero or Rock Band, they definitely had. Like the theme song to Halo in one of them. That theme song, people love the Halo theme song. 
Oh, interesting. Are you sure you're not thinking of Halo the song theme Mjolnir Mix is the theme for the popular Halo series. The song is downloadable for free in the Xbox 360 version of Guitar Hero 3. Suck it. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I don't I don't really have anything else that interesting. There's a rumor there's a new Viva Piñata game coming from Playtonic. I hope it's true. Uh, and PS5 controllers are starting to have analog drift, just like the Joy-Cons, and yeah. their triggers are supposedly breaking. So thanks a lot, DualSense. <laughs> <laughs> who saw who saw that possibly coming jesus i hope i really hope it's just like a short run batch and not actually a problem but there was a i mean the, the, today. yeah there was there was stuff coming out or like around launch and stuff i mean the drift <laughs> seems to be like an actually more widespread problem with the trip than the triggers but yeah i mean we'll have to not we'll good. have to see Ho i mean the uh, e even if it is the case i think sony will have a better response than nintendo did with the joy con drift where they were like you're on your own motherfuckers buy more joy cons <laughs> i certainly I hope so. so i think sony will have a, a better response than that but uh yeah it'd suck if that becomes more and more of a problem uh the only other bit of news uh which is just hilarious uh ea execs are looking at anthem this week like oh, their right. next their next update uh the, which is meant to be like the hey we fixed everything but basically <laughs> we should know after this week whether anthem is going to be a thing anymore in the future or not um i'm betting no for two reasons i think EA anthem two this time it works <laughs> it's uh, the the behind the scenes <laughs> name is is anthem next um yeah, but I, I think that EA has been very quick to cancel projects. I mean, they've canceled numerous Star Wars projects over the years when they felt like it hasn't been ready. And then there's also just like a lot riding on Bioware nailing Dragon Age and Mass Effect. And that I don't think that because the, the reason that it, they could kill it is that the team needs more resources. And so they're deciding... Oh, is this good enough that we should put? We should. It have feels more dumb that they're away. working on it still. Everyone's no, like, I think over they should it. absolutely. Everyone's over it. it. Yeah. No one is asking for more of that game, and the people that are, I'm sorry, but you're in such a severe minority compared to yep. the two properties they have that people give a shit about. Just yep. kill Anthem and get rid of it. No, so we I never have to hear about it again. Unless, I mean, if I think if uh, we hear after this week, like, oh, actually, Anthem next is going to happen. I'm going to be like, well, whatever presentation they gave must have been killer because they're going to need a lot of reasons to want to bring that back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Anthem 2. Anthem. No Anthem. There you go. <laughs> no Anthem. There you go. <laughs> All right, we got a cookie. It's already mashed up in this thing, so I'm just pulling the paper out. I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm here, but I'm a cat. Oh, oh we can't. boy. We probably oh, can't yeah, move on with the legal good. proceedings then. I love Since that video. An actual cat. When they call him out, he's like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the he's so panicking, around. man. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> it's, and then the I guy starts like talking to him like he's a child. He's like, oh, it's, it's, a, he's like, I think he just, <laughs> like, he's talking to a, it. I watched it maybe 20 times, and it's still. It's still so funny. <laughs> so it's stupid. so funny. Oh man, it's unbelievable! We have a very non-fortune today. Of course, oh. money is gratifying, not satisfying. This Wrong. is just a rhyme. This just rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just rhymes. Yep, that is just a rhyme. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 
the numbers on the back are uh, 4, 7, 11, 12, 46, and 54. Yep. Someone's going to win. One day. <laughs> Alec. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, okay. Here is the mail. It never fails. It, it makes, makes me, me want to wag my tail. <laughs> All right. Narcus, what are your three top t- what are your top three TV shows of all time? Also, do you think Zelda will be playable in Breath of the Wild 2? <laughs> I like I like how well they go together. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh top three of all time. That's really hard. Uh I got I got I think I got mine. Okay. Uh Band Brothers, mm-hmm. Seinfeld, and Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, well, Breaking Bad. Might throw it. Yeah, maybe half a Breaking Bad. I'm surprised you honestly aren't putting Survivor. No. Oh, <laughs> what Jeopardy. Fuck? It's still what? a TV show. It counts. Yeah, I know, but it's not like the greatest thing in the world. Like, I just. Well, you love Jeopardy. and, and I shows. do love Jeopardy and I do love Survivor. And you would have them for, forever. You've had them for, you know, your whole life. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. would you sacrifice either one of those? Like, if you had all five of those shows, you throw Survivor and Jeopardy on a boat. You have uh-huh. to throw two off the boat. You can never see them again. Never see them again. Well, and you okay, also have Jeopardy, to erase them from your mind. Yeah, okay, but the thing about Jeopardy and Survivor is that they keep making new shit. Yeah. But, but okay, but here's the thing with those shows. Yeah. If they end one day, I'm not going to go back and rewatch those. I'm going to go back and rewatch Band of Brothers. I would go back and watch Breaking Bad. I would go back and watch Seinfeld over and over and over. So Seinfeld is definitely maybe number one because that is a show I can watch over and over and over and over. Um, but now I'm so in, in terms of over and over and over again, I'm thinking of maybe Impractical Jokers putting that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I absolutely did not ever. I didn't see a single one of us being like, oh, top three TV shows of all time. Oh, Impractical Jokers, say, of course. I was Holy thinking fuck, in my head, man. I was going purely on rewatchability and Impractical Jokers never entered the mix. <laughs> yeah. I might have to put that in there. Oh my god! Are, what did they do during quarantine? Did they actually still do a show, or is they it just... came up with a new season that just came out, and it's yeah. not—they're not wearing masks and stuff. It might just be extra stuff from before. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. I mean, that would make distant. that would make it. They they probably got enough uh, unused footage so they could be like, I ah, just throw it together. Fucking stick it. Um, season. And in that. terms of Zelda being playable, sure. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going Simpsons, Avatar, and fuck it, let's give Breaking Bad that third slot. That mm-hmm. was crazy watching that. And it was great because it was, I feel like it was the last TV show in the sense of like a show on cable everyone was watching. Ooh. Now I feel like Game when of we Thrones? talk about... Huh? HB, yeah, but HBO gets HBO a little... Does, it's yeah. not TV, it's HBO. It's That's yeah, a good exactly. point. It's, it's in the slogan. It's a good point. <laughs> it's in the slogan. It's a good point. Yeah, okay, Game of Thrones, yes, but... Yeah, but not everyone... I get that not everyone has cable I either, watched, but... I watched Game of Thrones, for the most part, on the internet all the time. When Breaking Bad was airing, like, you had to have a cable box if you wanted to be caught up. Okay, so. you know what, Tom, I will say, I think... Yes, I, but I still I think Chris might be right here. I think like the, the finale season of Game of Thrones was an event that everyone was a part of. Yeah, the same way that yeah, Breaking Bad that final season. And you couldn't binge watch Game of Thrones. It's you know it's not like they drop the whole series. It was still week to week and it no, still 100%. aired on TV. No, no, I, he's just saying in terms of the audience reached. Sure, but like 
that's so true. Like we don't have that shit anymore. Like I remember when Lost ended, that was a everybody was on that. Everyone was watching that well, finale I, that night. Dude, the the um I that kind of fun- sucks actually that that's not like a thing anymore. One of my fondest. I mean, memories. the closest thing now is Mandalorian. It, like, like it's it's like that's why I like that Disney Plus yeah. is doing weekly week shows. To week, yeah, 100%. yeah. We got to bring back the week to week. Stop, stop dropping the binge. No, I. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm agreeing. Yeah, with you. fuck the binge. I'm over the but binge. W- but with Breaking Bad, we that final season. I just remember we would. It was always someone else's house or apartment that we were at watching it, yeah. and I w- I was living on campus. Like I was living in uh, you know around campus at college. And when the episode would finish airing and we'd leave people's houses, you just saw clusters of people walking back to yeah. their homes and everyone on the street was talking about Breaking Bad and what just right. happened. Yeah, the but this is, this is why I would say Game of Thrones is in the same same because that was the same experience for me with that show is I, I mean, it's not in my top three because of how bad, honestly, the back half of the series is not like just the final season. Mm-hmm. But like, I, yeah, we I always it's like not mine. we would have watch parties every every week people would be like oh you sure. ready for sunday yep. come on it's like oh, the yeah. same thing um so what is your top three then well tom what was your top three breaking bad breaking bad uh, simpsons and avatar and avatar two animated shows yeah interesting uh top three all time will probably be oh and zelda will be playable yeah Sorry. i think so i'm gonna also agree zelda <laughs> will be playable Dan's gonna Dan if if I were you I would just take the smart bet at this point and say Zelda won't be playable just because I didn't know we're putting money on it I thought we're, I mean why not make it playable uh, <laughs> why not like do you know what your top three shows are I'm struggling still Damn uh, if you, you want to go first uh, so uh, here's the problem is because if I'm basing it on like rewatchability I probably rewatched The Office like fifty times just because it's easy to put in the background but I'm wondering if it's actually one of my favorite shows or just mm-hmm. easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling with like a bunch of shows like that. I think I would put Futurama in there because I enjoy it and I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, I'm just gonna go with The Circle, Shark Tank, and Lost. That's gonna be my. <laughs> You're not serious? <laughs> no, not. I do love Shark Tank though. Yeah. <laughs> so why is why are they not making a ton of Circle? I don't know. Right now. It's like the easiest thing to make in quarantine. Also, it's like maybe maybe people would just find it boring. They'd be like, oh, sure, I'll just go stay somewhere else for three weeks by myself. Fine. I've been fucking stuck in this apartment for a year. Who gives a shit? Like maybe that's the maybe, maybe the problem is the circle no longer seems like a real psychological test for anyone. Right. Because it's, it's already been happening. It's what every, living everyone's living, living the circle. Now. Right. Everyone's it's one of those circle. psychological tests. For the Man, I, I would, ki- I would kill for another season of that. though. <laughs> Let's see. I think. I'm trying not to go cartoons either. Um, you two are killing I'll, me right now. I'll do all. I'll do, here. I'll go Office. I'm gonna throw Rick and Morty in there and Futurama because mm. I can rewatch Rick and Morty probably fucking all week, every week, and I'll be fine. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go Lost, Steven Universe, and Scrubs. Good shows. Okay. There you go. Uh, and I have one more listener mail. Yeah. This one is I think for you guys. Uh, yeah. Bottle or tap water. Heard. Arguments on both sides from New York peeps from Dig Dug 170. Uh, when I lived in the city, New York City tap water was outstanding it and I didn't so need good. to get any bottled water. If I am going to have a bottle of water, Poland Spring all the way, chilled to perfection. But but in Long Island, too grainy. Too grainy. Just, that's well, tap, too just that giant tap. rocks coming the tap out. Water, <laughs> the tap water around here is fine, but I still don't drink it much because I... I spill things all the time, so I usually like to keep it in a bottle. So, interesting. 
Yeah, New York tap water is uh, outstanding stuff. It is. It's it's, it's all those micro shrimp. <laughs> Alex, do you have a complaint? Um, uh, yeah. It'll be quick though. So, uh, this stems from the water heater incident. I fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, knew, so, I knew it was gonna have something to do with the water heater. No, I was this, like, is, it was gonna be this home is, improvement. This is more. Right, well, no, this this is actually more to do with customer service. So I had to schedule um, uh, a time for them to come and install the water heater. And when I called Petro <sighs> to, to come in and install it, Sorry. Um, they have a system. Some places have this, some places don't. My complaint is that every place should have this. When you call an automated system, when you call a, 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 um, a company's customer service line, every company should have the option to save your place in line and get a call back mm-hmm. instead of sitting on hold mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. 20, 30 minutes. Have you ever used that like call robot what? service? You just give them the number of the thing and your phone number, and it's like an automated robot thing, and it'll call you once it gets picked up from them. Um, no, I'd rather the company do this. I'd rather, I don't want to have to deal with another oh, third I party. I understand, but if the company doesn't have that, why do you well, want to that, but, but in Tunaville, Oh, I see. We're every back company, my, every my company is required to have this. There's no more hold. No one's waiting on hold. Everybody's every place company? gets saved. Every, every, every company. company. Every company. I love it. Your place, <laughs> your place in line will get saved. Okay, even if you're calling the deli, and there's even two, if, yeah, two yeah, people yeah. in front of you at the deli, call you right back. Love that. So that that's my that's my complaint is that any company that doesn't have this that will allow you to stay on the hold for 30 minutes. What about the company? What about the company that helps those companies set up those lines? And I need to call that company to talk to them. (laughs) Yes. Then they already have line set up. Then they probably already have the system in place. I'm just saying you're gonna be waiting a while since everyone needs this. No, they're gonna call me back. I don't know. They'll call them back. Set up yet? They're gonna call. No, they 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 set the week when Tudorville starts. The roads will be done right. Planning, perfect. Call systems, done. Perfect. Today, we're playing more Jeopardy trivia questions. I knew Tom had a heart out, so I didn't want to pick anything that might be too brain-busting or take too long. Uh, So I've got a random assortment of Jeopardy questions. Whoever yells out their answer first is going to get... I have my phone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but it's, it's more about, like, let's see how many questions we get through. All right, fine. Everyone text me their answer. Oh, no, buzz in. We, do the buzz. Buzz in. we can do the buzz. We can do the buzz. I see. I see. I'm I see. saying buzz city. All right, fine. We'll go to buzzin.live. Love it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> if you type too many Z's, it does not work, by the way. Just oh. found that out. All right. The code is 927373. Okay. Ready. Uh, sorry, can you say that number again? Nine two seven three seven three. All right, so it's gonna be whoever buzzes in first gets. Cool. Um, Not second. We're just gonna just do once you think you know the answer, you can buzz in. Fine. Okay. Yeah. But you are gonna have a ten-second timer. Okay. So you might fuck yourself if you just buzz in every time, uh, and you're gonna lose points if you get it wrong. Okay. So suck it. 
Okay. Actually, no, we're not going to do that because I just I don't want to take forever. All right, here we go. The dog policeman is the theme that lets you know it's time for this game. Don't croak. And they're formatted like Jeopardy questions. Uh, I'm the sorry. dog policeman is the theme that lets you know it's time for this game. Don't croak. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, <laughs> I buzzed in. Oh. Dan. What's the point of a buzzer system? It's being it, didn't, it didn't pop up at first. Dan. Frogger? Yes, Frogger is correct. Dan, you have one point on the board. Well, if we're, do if we're doing Jeopardy, he didn't form it in the form of a question, so... What I'm just Frogger? looking for the answer. This is bullshit. Yeah, we're not being dicks. We're not being dicks. Yeah, I'm looking for the bullshit answer. All right. Alex the only real, watches Jeopardy answer, to be a dick. He just he's yeah. so happy everyone has to answer in the form of a question. Um, yeah. I just, don't, I just don't like rules enough to enforce that one right now. All right, go ahead. At this moment. Maybe I will mm -hmm. later. We'll find out. This magic moment. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. The name of this classic game came from onomatopoetic Japanese for the sound a mouth makes while eating. Tune? Pac-Man? Yes, Pac-Man. Pac Correct. 1-1. One, one. Sharing a name with a type of ship, this game was made for Windows, by Windows, and was first playable in 1990. Sharing a name with a type of ship, this game was made... Tune? I wish I didn't buzz. Was made for Windows, by Windows, and was first playable in 1990. Solitaire? Nope. Back down to zero. Dan? No, I thought I was a losing point. You said, you said no points losing. Oh, you're right. Cause... I did say no points losing. You're right. <laughs> He's Dan. changing the rules already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot I said that. Minesweeper? Yes, Minesweeper is correct. Uh, Dan, two Minesweeper. to one to zero. All right. Tom, this is this is your round. Here we go. The techno thriller novelist died in 2013, but with the SHD agents in the division, he lives on. I I can't buzz. Oh yeah, I can't buzz either. Well, I This techno thriller Tommy, Tommy boy. Yeah, I'm Tom Clancy. Uh, the who is Tom Clancy? Yes, Tom Clancy. Mm -hmm. An 11th generation countess, she uses archaeological techniques that have been confused with treasure hunting. Tommy, who is Lara Croft? Yes. You know, I was going to guess Dan that, but I have points. no, I have no knowledge of Lara. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> she was played by Angelina Jolie in the movie. Yeah, you knew that though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This Countess played by Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. The ball in this classic 70s version of table tennis was square. Good thing it was played on a video. Tuna. Pong? Yes. <laughs> Even up. Everybody's got two points. Hot date and teen style stuff are part of the series in which you create characters and manage their lives. Tune. The Sims? Yes. God damn it. Coming from behind, <laughs> taking the lead with three points. Still have five questions left. Glitches in this NFL 17 had a kick returner catching the ball at his own two, stepping back into his own end zone and scoring a TD. Dan. Madden? Yes, Madden. Oh, that all oh, with the game. I, <laughs> I was so confused by the wordage. I was like. Are we talking about a player? What are we... These are, these are taken from actual Jeopardy questions. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. 
Um, there was one that I couldn't use because it was about Alex Trebek being a me. It was like, I was made famous in Nintendo by being turned into one. And I was like, well, they're not going to understand when I say I. Right. <laughs> uh Spreading the jam is a goal in the soda version of this sweet game you can play on your smartphone. Oh, I buzzed. Oh, I say uh, everyone buzzed. That's why I was confused. Dan. Uh, uh, Candy Crush. Yes, Candy Crush. Mm. Four to three to two. Dan, Tom, if you want to win this and not tie it, Tom, you've got to score. You've got to win all three of these. Get ready. Yep. Yep. Hottest Party is an installment in the Wii game called this revolution tune dance 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 revolution four to four tom will you play spoiler to their to their game here let's find out you could tie it up you can you can make it even we could have fours mm-hmm, all around mm-hmm. play as anakin skywalker or Django fett in the lego game based on this film series <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck also, people are just pressing buttons before the question's been finished. That's a, that's and again, that's Jeopardy allowed. Wins. He said that before we started. Yep. Bullshit. Uh, I may as well just press. I, sh- I should have just. Pr- I should just press the button before the question's even read because these exactly. answers are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's getting dominated right now. Uh, and the final question, Dan. This is for you. you tie it up so we can have tie break around. You'll receive mercy from mercy in this game, and maybe, just maybe, you'll get the play of the game. Tommy Boy! I don't know, fucking Madden. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dan? Uh, you'll receive mercy it. from mercy in this game, and maybe, just know. maybe, you'll get the play of the game. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Tune? Is, is it Overwatch or Apex Legends? It's Overwatch! It's Overwatch. Lessie being, I buzzed killer. in one word in. I was too late because Tom yeah. already buzzed in. I, I tell you, if I, so Chris, if I, what you're supposed to do is, if someone buzzes in before the question's finished, stop reading the question. They have to answer it at that point. I don't know if the person's buzzed in because I have to look between the two different monitors and my phone. So I finish yeah. reading it and then I look at the order of who's buzzed in because it tells me yeah. in which order. It but, would just be a good way to penalize people buzzing. I mean, look, in Tom got it word. wrong anyway. No, I know, but I'm just saying like that's how I think you should do it next time. That would be the penalty for buzzing in super early. Maybe. That's all. It remains to be seen. But what we do know today is, Alex Marinello, you are the winner of today's game of Jeopardy, which I'm surprised. I thought the Jeopardy gods would have come after you after you decided to throw it off the ship, never to be seen again, erased from your memory for all time. Unbelievable. Wow, that is a loud outro, isn't it? It really was. Alex. Uh, Tuna Targaryen on Twitter, Tuna Targaryen on PlayStation, (laughs) and Tuna Space Targaryen on Xbox. Dan. Big Dan815 on Twitter. Big Dan815 on Twitch. Big Dan815 on PlayStation. The Big Dan815 on Xbox. Tom. Great Brits Home on each and every platform. I am Chris Underscore Humes for the Unranked Podcast. Stay unranked. Suck it.